0: What I wanted to do tonight was really take some time to set the pace for where we are going as a student ministry. Uh, you know, God did some incredible and amazing things this past school year. We saw trem- tremendous growth as a student ministry. We saw a lot of students say yes to following Jesus and into a real life change of like actually, literally, physically following Jesus. And we saw neighborhoods literally transformed because of the love of people, students in this room who decided they're going to go outside of these church walls. Actually, go love the people in our community. We saw neighborhoods literally transform because of the students in this room. But can I tell you tonight that as far as as good as this past year was, we are far more dedicated to the future than we are to the past. We are far more dedicated to where we are going more than we are to where we have been, and that's what I want to talk to you guys about tonight. Where we are going tonight. So do you have your Bibles? Miss your Bibles? If you've got them, your Bibles. A lot of them are glowing. Any physical, actual, real-life paper Bibles? <laughs> like one student, the rest are adults. Hey, we're going to be in First uh, John chapter four. First John chapter four. That's where we're going to start tonight. Just a disclaimer, so that you know, uh, you will need your Bibles every week. We here at BSM North, we love our Bibles. We believe that it is the authoritative Word of God, and we read out of this all the time, every week. So, um, you need to bring your Bibles. First John chapter four. Who has it? Who's still looking? I mean, it's all digital now. You're just like, Siri, where's First John? Does she know the Bible? I don't know. I hope she does. Let's pray for Siri's salvation real quick. God, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, 1 John chapter 4, this is what it says. It says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed us his love by sending his one and only son to the world so that we may have eternal life through him. This is real love. Ooh, oh, oh. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. I love that part. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, surely we ought to love one another. Uh, The title of tonight's talk, if you're taking notes, the title of tonight's talk is It Starts Now. It Starts Now. Uh, If you're anything like me, um, you may not like the word now because maybe you're traumatized as a kid of your parent like scolding you like... Anyone else have a parent who ever did that? Like, I just don't like the word now. In fact, uh, I'm not very good at now. Is there anyone else in the room who may be like a self-proclaimed or professional procrastinator else? Anyone else in the room? Yeah, so those of you, you're with me. I don't like the word now. In fact, one of my... One of my mottos in life is, why do it now if I don't have to do it now? Like That's one of my life mottos, right? Why do it now if I don't have to literally do it right now? Uh, But can I tell you something that doesn't work out too well? That doesn't work out too well very often, especially in marriage. It doesn't work very well. In fact, my beautiful, kind, amazing, sweet, intelligent, lovely wife all the time, You know, she'll ask me questions like, hey, hey, babe, it's like after dinner. Hey, babe, can you can you clean up your dishes or hey, can you pick up the leftovers or hey, can you take out the trash or hey, can you pick up the shoes in the living room that should actually be in your closet? Can you do that for me? And my answer always is, oh, love of my life. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But my motto is remember what my motto is, why do it now? if I don't have to do it right now. And so I'll say, yeah, absolutely, but I'm watching the Cowboys. I'm watching the Cowboys lose again. And so what I'll do is I'll watch the Cowboys, and they'll lose, or or I'll watch the Red Sox. I love the Red Sox, and I'll watch them hit a walk-off Grand Slam home run in the bottom of the ninth inning, and I'll be so pumped. I'll be jumping in the living room. And also, Mandy's in bed by this time. She goes to bed at like 7.30. It's crazy. So she's off in bed, and I'm yelling in my living room, yeah, go Cowboys! and then they let me down and then so what happens is I turn off the TV and I'll go to bed that's what'll happen I'll just go right to bed and I'll wake up in the morning ah that was a great night's sleep hey babe you look great this morning did you get a haircut yesterday you look so good what a great day this is the Lord day that the Lord has made and I realized wait why is she not happy with me real quick what did I do I'll say, hey, what's wrong? Are you okay? Is something wrong? And she'll look at me with the saddest of eyes and say, you forgot to do what I asked you to do. And I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I really am so sorry. And she'll be like, can you do it? Can you do it now? And I'll be like, yeah, but why do it now (laughs) if I can wait to do it? Later, And we've gotten in so many arguments about me procrastinating and forgetting to do it. And really conversation, it goes like, it's like, man, she's always like, you, you always forget. Every time you push something off, you always forget. I wish that you would prioritize the things that are important to me. I wish you would prioritize the things that are important to me. You know, sometimes I wonder how relevant that phrase is to our spiritual lives in following the Lord. In the busyness of our schedules, we just got a whole lot more busy at school. In the craziness of our schedules and sports just kicking off. In and, and the never-ending race to be more popular, more funny, more cool. I wonder how often we get distracted from what God considers his priority. And I wonder, especially for me, how often he would whisper to us. He would whisper to us, I wish you would prioritize the things that are important to me. You know what 1 John tells us? That our God is a God who prioritizes love. Our God is a God who prioritizes love. At the top of his agenda, at the top of his character, First John says, God is love. Love is of utmost importance to God. First John tells us that God is love. And because God loved you so much, what does verse 11 say? Dear brothers and sisters, you ought to love one another. And I wonder how often we read 1 John where it says love one another, but we think it's conditional. Or we, we act like it can wait. But I'm here to tell you tonight that it can't wait. 1 John 4, 11 says, Dear brothers and sisters, because God loved you so much, and sent his son Jesus to die for you. Therefore, God is love. So you ought to love one another. You ought to really love each other right now. There's an interesting story in Luke chapter 9. It's a particularly perplexing story in Luke chapter 9. And and Jesus is walking with his disciples, and a guy comes up to him and says, Jesus, I follow you wherever you go. And then Jesus, this is this is weird, Jesus says, Foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lie his head. And Christians, I love Christians because they're like, oh, that is so deep and spiritual, Jesus. Like, like, no, it's not. That's confusing. Could you imagine, go up to Jesus and be like, Jesus, I'll follow you wherever you go. And then he's talking about birds and nests and foxes and holes and pillows. And you're like, Jesus, what is your deal? And he doesn't even tell us. He just goes on. He, he, he approaches another guy, and, and he says, hey, follow me. And the guy's like, hey, I, I got to go bury someone in my family real quick. And, the guy, and Jesus turns to him and says, no, let the dead bury the dead. Come, follow me right now. So this is weird. This is a weird Jesus we're interacting with right now. He's he's talking about birds, foxes, holes, nests, pillows, and now he's anti-funeral. This is a weird Jesus we're interacting with. But it, it goes on to the next scene, and a guy comes up to him, and he says, Jesus, Jesus, I'll follow you anywhere you go, but just let me go say bye to my family. That's a reasonable request, right? Like Let me go say bye to my mom and dad. And Jesus responds, nope. No, uh nope, not gonna happen. Uh, the farmer who, like, he Jesus goes all farmer on us. Like, where did this Jesus come from? He's like, nope, whoever lays, the farmer who lays the plow of the field never looks back. Forget your parents, let's go. And it's like, is Jesus in a bad mood? What, who is this? Jesus, what is he talking about? Why is Jesus talking about birds and nests and funerals and, and gardening? Jesus, what are you talking about? What is this about? What is it that Jesus is actually talking about? You know what, You want to know what it's all about? Urgency. Urgency. Following Jesus, being more like Jesus, doesn't start whenever you feel like it. It starts right now. All of these people came to Jesus. Jesus, what can I do to follow you? I'll do whatever it takes, but first let me. And Jesus is saying, there's no but first. That's a weird phrase to say. Jesus is saying, no. Now. Now you come to me. Jesus is saying, if you want to follow me, you want to be like me, don't delay. It starts now. There are people walking in your hallways at school. There are people in your home who need Jesus. Don't delay. It starts now there are people in our city who need the hope and the love of Jesus and Jesus is saying don't wait it starts now. But so many of us are waiting until we feel like it. Like nobody wakes up in the morning and is like, "Man, I can't wait to go love that person at school who put me on blast on social media last night. Let's go!" No one like no dude is like, "Yes, can't wait to go love that guy in class who makes fun of me every day. It's so excited." No. None of us wake up feeling like loving the people who are hard to love. But you can't wait. You can't wait to love people. It starts right now. Man, difficult people are really hard to love. Anybody know that? Anybody felt that before? Difficult people, really hard to love. And then you read 1 John, it says, because Jesus loved you, you ought to love one another. If you've been like anything like me, you you think, well, they don't deserve it. That person doesn't deserve it. They've hurt me. They've walked out on me. They've, They've talked about me behind my back. What kind of normal person would love someone like that? What kind of sane person would give someone love, would show someone love to someone who doesn't deserve it? Who in the world would do that? Jesus. Jesus did that for you. Romans chapter 5 says that even while you were still sinning, even though even when you were wrongdoing, even when you were an enemy of God, God loved you so much. God loved you so much that He sent His name, His sin Son Jesus. While you're still sinners, Christ died for us. And then 1 John says, Dear brothers and sisters, because God loved you so much, therefore you ought to love one another, even if they don't deserve it. Right now. Do it. Do it. You want to know my hope for BSM North this year? My hope for every single student in this room, my hope for this community is not that we would grow to a thousand students, so that would be awesome. My hope for us is not to have the greatest worship team in the world, even though I think we do, but that's a little biased. And my my hope for BSM North is not that I hope we do 9,000 hours of outreach, so that would be amazing if we did that much to tell people about Jesus, but that's not my hope for you tonight. That's not my hope for you this year. My hope for each and every one of you is that you would be less like you and more like Jesus this year. You're gonna hear it a lot. My hope for you is that you would live, love, and look like Jesus. And it doesn't start until when you feel like it. It starts right now because I have this radical thought that if students would come into this room and they wouldn't just go to church and talk, to t- talk the talk, but they would actually walk the walk of actually following Jesus. I believe your homes would change. I believe your schools would change. I believe that this city would change if people in this room actually walked the walk of being like Jesus. I believe this world could actually change if you stopped talking about it and actually began to be like Jesus. And it starts with love, and not until you feel like it. It starts right now. There are people in your school already. You've seen them sitting at the table by themselves or that annoying person you try to avoid everyday hallway. I was that guy. People avoided me. There are people all over the place in your schools, in your homes, in coffee shops, in parks, wherever you are. There are people who need the love of Jesus And there are way too many Christians coming into church, raising their hands, worshiping the Lord, and then ignoring those people. We're not going to be those people. There are too many of us holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness in our hearts because people have wronged us, stabbed you in the back, and God is telling you that you don't curse or hate your enemy. You bless them and you pray for them. That's who we're going to be this year. 2018-2019 2018-2019 school year. I love it because it's fresh. Feels like we got a whole new start. A whole bunch of new faces in the room. But I just want to let you in on a little secret. We're not about the church room. We're not about the loud music. We're not about the lights. We are all about being like Jesus. We're all about him. So if you want a comfortable place to just come, sit in a chair, Avoid people go home, and then do it next week, you're in the wrong place. Because we are going to be people who are radical in our love of people. Because we understand that Jesus first loved us. Dear brothers and sisters, since Jesus loved us so much, we also ought to love other people. That's my hope for you guys. It's really simple. We're not going to complicate it. My hope our hope for you is that you would be more like Jesus this year and less like yourself. Let's pray.